Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Tottenham against Ajax, Barcelona against Liverpool, Eintracht Frankfurt against Chelsea and Arsenal versus Valencia. What an amazing week of football we've got for you coming up on Optus Sport. David Wiener with you here for a Gegenpod Extra. We're going to preview the action on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday on our screens here. I'm joined by Luke Wilkshire, Paul Ocon and Ashley Westwood to do so. Gents, this is the business end of the season and if the Champions League can deliver Anything, if it can deliver 75% of the drama that it has so far, we're in for an absolute treat. Luke, we'll start with you with Tottenham against Ajax. Which way do you see this one going? Yeah, it's interesting you say about that it can deliver anything, and I think it's it's shown that the the Champions League this year, and you look at Ajax and the form they've been in um, in the Champions League, it's been phenomenal, and they, they've... You know, people say they've they've had some big upsets, but I think um, they're games that they've thoroughly deserved to win uh, and the way they've approached it and played. And, you know, against Tottenham, I, I do believe uh, Tottenham will, will win this one. I think they'll get through it. But I think, um, you know, look, the Eredivisie have cancelled or postponed their whole uh, round of games for Ajax to prepare for this game. So, look, I um I definitely wouldn't write them off given the form they've been in. How amazing is that? That's just that you look at where England and you talk about Sari and Emery complaining about what they've had to do on the on the Europa League turnaround and they've cancelled the whole division when they're neck and neck with PSV. It's actually remarkable. It is, it is. And, you know, look, it's, I think it's great that the KMVB that have done that for them. I think um, it shows how massive it is and how serious the whole country is, is backing and behind Ajax in this semi-final. An extraordinary achievement, Paolo. Bayern Munich, two draws, past Real Madrid, plus Juventus. You actually you can't be asked to do much more to prove your bona fides. It's absolutely extraordinary. What makes this Ajax team just so fabulous? Yeah, I think uh, um, they play without fear. And when you get to uh, this stage of the competition, it's all about... I think uh, not so much about the quality because if you get there uh, to the quarter semis and finals, you have to be a quality team. Um, but it's that mental aspect. And, and I think for them having so many young players and um, they are quality players is the fact that they, they're they not expected to win it or they haven't been um, since the start of the Champions League and, and they are really playing without fear. And you saw that when they went uh, to the Bernabeu in, in, in the away leg and, and tore Real Madrid apart. And, and it, it's basically continued. And um, the fact that uh, they have postponed uh, um, the Eredivisie in between uh, the two legs, I think, um, uh, given the fact that where Tottenham sits uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the, the loading, uh, the workload, games, and, and, and that they're missing um, some key players, I, I really see Ajax uh, going through here. I mean, it's a fairy tale either way. Spurs, this is a moment in time for them. Ajax, it might be the once-in-a-generation chance they get where they cash in on this great ray of talent but then have to sell them on. Um, what's the key to this game, Ash? I think uh, Ajax, for me, will, will be the key, obviously. I think, you know, their style, it, it's simplicity, really. It doesn't nothing majorly complicated. They've just got top, top players. You look at Huntelaar, Tadic, Neres, Zayek, Van Beek's a top player. Obviously, De Jong and De Ligt have, have you know... 
been a revelation and you know you, you, you talk about philosophies and coaches I, I've seen an interview recently with Guardiola what's your secret and he, he said my secret is good players um, it's just, you know it's that you know if you've got good players and you look at their side and those players are mentioned I think they would get in any of any other teams we're talking you look at Man United who would you take out of Man United's team there's not many and if you look at this Ajax team they have got top players that are really really technical and got top ability so they're they're a great side on the night. Um, Spurs have an injury worry with with uh, sorry suspension with Son, and I, I can see Ajax uh, blowing them away. Certainly with this, um, you know, no complications from the league, and like I said, the players they've got, I, I just think they're a really really good side. I, I tipped them in the previous round against Juventus, and, and I fancy them again. It's uh, you talk about how many players would you take from United into another team, but I think the rest of Europe's ready to pilfer and loot from Ajax's team and. Um, there's even the coach Eric Tenhag you mentioned who actually did work with Guardiola at Bayern Munich so that's rubbed off on him as well and you talk about the players that have come through and the players that are highly rated and then you've got someone like Dusan Tadic, Tadic whose stats are absolutely out of this world so Ajax have scored a Dutch record 160 goals in all competitions this season. He has contributed to 53 of them through goals and assists. To be able to extract the best out of those players has been a phenomenal achievement. You've spent a lot of time in, in Holland in your career as, as well. Um, how will they be reacting to this amazing renaissance? Yeah, look, I know, I know Eric. He was actually an um, assistant, assistant manager at um, FC20 when I was there in the Fred Rutten um, when he was obviously just starting out his, his coaching career and obviously he's gone on and and flourished, and and you look at someone like Tadic, who's, who was was before in in their Eredivisie and went to England, and now back again, and and again flourishing, and and they love to play their total football. They love to to t- play beautiful football. They're technical. Um, you know, you watch them even even against Juventus. Sometimes they want to score the perfect goal. Sometimes you, you wish that they take a shot a little bit earlier, but they want, they want that perfect goal. And you know, it's credit to them. And the Dutch, they love love to love to win, but they love to entertain. They love to play properly. When you, when you play over there in Holland, they they do play total football. Um, everything is about playing out from the back and, and playing it beautifully. Um, so, look, I, I think yeah, you've got to take your hat off to them. You, you look at the sort of goals they're creating. Um, I know goals in, in their Eredivisie, there's always a lot of goals, 4-2, 4-3, because all teams will want to play, even the bottom teams will want to open up and play. Hence, Ajax being at the level they are to score so many goals, I'm not surprised. How big a blow, uh, Paolo, is Son's suspension? Obviously, no Harry Kane. Um, how does Spurs mitigate for that? Because they're hanging on by a thread. It's what makes what Marissa Pochettino's work here just truly extraordinary. Can they find one more? Yeah, not sure. Um, you know, Lucas Moura's done a good job. Uh, we've seen Lorente have a surprising uh, impact. But uh, let's face it, uh, you know, to compensate for Harry Kane, you've had uh, Song, who, who's done tremendously, uh, not only recently, but all year. Um, but with him missing you would think that that's going to really, really damage Arsenal um, attacking-wise. Fabulous encounter coming up. Tottenham. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, Tottenham. (laughs) 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 Fabulous cannon coming up. Uh, Tips, who's going to go through, but also how does the first league play out? It's a tough one. Uh, For me, I think Tottenham, I think, I don't know, um, you're... I think everyone's looking at Ajax and wondering, well, when are, when's it going to come? When's it going to come? They've had such a great run. Does, and, it, does and it have what, to? Does it have to? Yeah, is it maybe, it, you know, it's their year. But, you know, I think Tottenham, Tottenham have been fantastic. I think um, what Pochettetti's done without, um, you know, the budget, not spending. And, you know, obviously Son will be a miss in this first leg. But I think, you know, this is a real chance for Tottenham to make a big, big chance in the statement. No, I think Ajax will go through. Incredible. 
Yeah, I think Ajax starts slow, but you know you can't see them not scoring um, away, and that will be key for me in a, the away goal. They've played some absolutely breathtaking football, and in a season where the the draw guards have have done their job and put up some amazing matchups, you just the the opportunity for a Barcelona Ajax final is very, very, very tempting. Maybe it's written in the stars. Well, then on Thursday, we turn our attention to Barcelona against Liverpool, another absolutely mouth-watering fixture between two teams. One, Barcelona should seal the La Liga at any moment. Liverpool still fighting on two fronts, but maybe now this is their best chance for silverware, Luke. For Liverpool? It probably is. I think uh, Manchester City will have the the Premier League title, and I don't know if it's their best chance because I can't see them getting past Barcelona. What about Paolo? Is it, do you give them any chance? I wonder here, is it, we've seen Barcelona maybe, uh, you know, against United, we can't get a great read on it. If you're Jurgen Klopp putting your coach's hat on, are you coming out 100 miles an hour to try and almost do what they did last year to Manchester City? I don't think so. No. Um, I think uh, there are very few teams um, in the world that can go to uh, the camp now and uh press Barcelona and, and do it for, for 90 minutes and, and, you know, play 100 miles an hour. I, I think um, they'll be a little bit more defensive than what uh, they are, you know, in, in the English Premier League, even a, a, away from home. Um, I think the key here is if Liverpool can get a goal um, away from home, I think that really will uh, um, go a long way to deciding. But I, I agree with Luke. I, I just think Barcelona is, uh, is too strong. Talk about keys. Obviously, one of them is Lionel Messi and what he decides to do on the day. But what is the key to this fixture? And also handling him. Yeah, I think I think tactical is the key. Uh, you know, you look at the Man United game previously. Uh, Man United at home against Barcelona were quite conservative. You know, they, they end up losing 1-0. And then Solskjaer says, right, we, we need to have a go at them now. We're going to the new camp. We're going to have a go at them. And they got absolutely annihilated. So I think there's a, a message there for Klopp. Um, Suarez could be key be interesting obviously coming up against his old club let's uh, let's hope he takes his teeth out for the game uh, that'll be a, <laughs> an interesting one but uh, obviously Messi on his day can do anything but I, I feel that this isn't the best Barcelona side we've ever seen um, you know normally you'd be like absolutely no chance and, and they're, they're a little bit indifferent so there's, there's a chance for Liverpool if they sit deep defend and use their pace on the counter-attack then they'll have a chance What are their frailties Paolo because they've they're going to win La Liga and a canter, really, once all is said and done. Um, but they can be got at. Yeah, they can. Um, yeah, look, going forward, they're, you know, they're the best team in the world. Um, in the middle of the park, you've got you know, some real world-class players in Rakitic, Busquets. Um, I think defensively um, probably would have to be uh, um, you know, their weakness. But in saying that, PK... Uh, in the quarterfinals was was outstanding. Um, so if he can stand up and, and uh, um, you know and, and take responsibility, uh, you know, defensively at home, um, and, and and they go to uh, Anfield with a one or two goal lead, I, I think uh, that'll be enough. We've seen, uh, we know what the front three will be. We pretty much know what the defence will be. But what midfield does he go with? Is he go with what's worked in the last few games with Keita, Nabi Keita, and uh, my mind's gone blank. Jordan Henderson playing a bit further forward with Fabinho in there, or does Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. 
That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Gigi Wijnaldum, who's so crucial for them on, in the last Premier League outing, does he come back into the mix? No, I think he'll probably stick with what he's got. I think he'll definitely have Henderson in there, um, that de- defensive aspect and, and that leadership. Um, you know, again, going away to, to Barcelona, I think Barcelona, in, and they'll be looking at it, and you, you look at the prospect of a Tottenham and Ajax in the final, they, they'll be thinking, we get through this, you know, we, we've got that Champions League. Um, so I think they'll be fully focused on that. And given the fact that Barca have La Liga wrapped up, um, you know, and Liverpool have got, got sort of both their running, I think, um, you know, it's a tough task. And I think Liverpool are going to have to be their best defensively um, and look to catch them on the break. I agree with Paolo that the best chance is on the break and, and possibly Barcelona. Their defence is probably their a little bit of a weakness if there is any. So a trophyless season for Liverpool for you? Unfortunately, I know Liverpool supporters are dreaming and, you know, I actually re- really feel for them. Um, but after an amazing season, I'm, I'm seeing them trophyless. What about you guys? Tips, who goes through? But also, again, how does this first leg on Thursday play out? Yeah, look, I think uh, I think Barcelona will win. Um, I think they'll go through. I, I think a key here is also uh, between uh, the two legs, uh, as Luke just mentioned, Barcelona's pretty much wrapped up La Liga and they'll be able to rest uh, you know, their, key, their key players, which Liverpool can't do because they're still fighting for the, for the English Premiership. Yeah, and it says Barcelona to me, but you know, week in, week out, Liverpool keep surprising me. So with that front three, I just think uh, you know, Barcelona weren't fantastic uh, away at Man United, so I'm going to go outsider with Liverpool. Interesting, and that's why we cannot wait for Thursday because we really have no idea what is going to happen. Friday, the action is going to be even more, sen- just as sensational, with Eintracht Frankfurt against Chelsea, Arsenal against Valencia, both at the same time. So two screen experience for everyone watching out there. Um, Chelsea's trip to Germany. This is an interesting one because Eintracht Frankfurt came back from behind against Benfica to get the job done to get through to the semis. They are an attacking powerhouse. Can they cause an upset here? They definitely can. I think they've, they've shown that, um, you know, coming from behind against Benfica at home and, and the sort of atmosphere we saw last week in the stadium there, it's, it's phenomenal. And that's, um, that's going to be daunting for Chelsea. And if, if Chelsea aren't really 100% at, at, at the traps and at their game, they're going to have a very tough night because, because Frankfurt look full of confidence. Uh, they've got that fantastic support and that's, that's no easy game. The Maurizio Sari whisperer Paul Ocon is with us. Massive fan. Um, what happens in this game? How does he set up? Yeah, look, uh, I'm not sure how to sort of um, judge how uh, Sadi's going at the moment and, and what's happening at Chelsea. Um, they've got an important game before that on the yeah. weekend against Man United. Um, and for him, uh, for his future, I'm not sure. I'm not so sure if it's more important for them to qualify for the Champions League or to win this trophy. Um, which, which, is a, which is a gambling way to yep. get there as well, yep. but... Uh, so, look, um, you know, it's not an easy place to go, but uh, you would have to think if, if you look at, at the two teams um, and the quality that Chelsea has, uh, that they should be able to, uh, um, you know, to, to, to qualify in, in, into the final. But, uh, you know, Antrek Frankfurt's a, a good team. Um, they're very, very uh, exciting at home. They score goals. Uh, so... You know, Chelsea defensively is going to have to uh, be on the top of their game. That's key because we, we look at the Burnley result. We, we, this is obviously recorded on Friday before the Manchester United game. But the first half of the Burnley game was actually some of the best, most free-flowing football Chelsea have played in a long, long while. But the defence let them down. So where do you find that balance? Sari has gone back and been a little bit more pragmatic at times. It's worked. It's not him. 
but that's what people want to see in other strings for his bow. Then when they're playing good football, the defence lets them down. So what's, what's the key for them here? Yeah, look, he can't go out and buy uh, new defenders. Um, yeah, look, it, 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 you're right. It's finding that balance um, because he is a, a coach that likes to dominate the ball and, and have a lot of possession. Um, but uh, teams that... Uh, uh, that are very strong at doing that, also are, are, are really open to uh, um, counter-attacks. Uh, so it's an area where they have uh, had issues uh, this season um, and uh, he'll be hoping that that's not a problem because uh, it's a very important game for them. Callum Hudson-Odoi is injured, but who, who else do we see him unleash? Does he go for the Ross Barkleys and the Ruben Loftus-Cheeks of the world or does he go back to type with the Kovacic and, and, and that kind of player? Yeah, for me, I'd go a little bit more cautious. Um, you know, he can take... Uh, something out of the Burnley game you know he was moaning uh, he actually got sent off at the end of the Burnley game because they were talking about Burnley time wasting I think the Burnley goalkeeper got booked after 32 minutes which apparently was uh, I think the fastest goalkeeper ever to be booked from time wasting so and they were moaning that? that they only got five minutes extra on on the clock so you know they need to go down there and, and quiet in the crowd you know make sure that Eintracht aren't there at free flow and attack inside and just keep the ball they are fairly possession based but you can keep the ball possession-wise well up into penetrate and, and, and just kill the game, really. And, that, and that's if they get a decent result away from home, you'd fancy them with Hazard at home, you know, against Eintracht. So for me, have a look at that Burnley game. You know, don't take it as, as obscene or as much as they did, but you have to remember Burnley only needed a point to, to secure Premiership states for next season and, and just go and quiet in the crowd down. Tips, tips, tips. Who, do you go, who goes through, Ash? I think Chelsea, uh, I think they're far too uh, strong. I think the Premier League is, is showing, you know, week in, week out, the strength uh, against all, all the teams. You know, you look at Arsenal in, in the last game, uh, playing against Napoli, who was second in, in Serie A. So I think the Premier League at the minute is just a little bit stronger. Yeah, I agree. Chelsea to go through. I can't say on this one. I think this first game is very important. I haven't seen Eintracht Frankfurt um, in that last leg against Benfica at home. I think this first game is going to be crucial. So I really couldn't pick it right now. Yeah, so exciting. And to almost flip what you said, Paul, it's, is it... A matter of that, that he needs to win this or losing the semi-final would almost be the guillotine coming down on him. That's what's so interesting to see over the next couple of weeks. Moving on, Arsenal, they host Valencia in the second semi-final of the Europa League. Wouldn't it be funny if we had a London derby in the final played at the convenient location of Abaku in Azerbaijan? That would be a nice little detour <laughs> for everyone, for those home and away fans that go there. Um, Arsenal at home, so crucial because of their record there compared to their record away. How big is this first leg for Unai Emery? It's massive. Um, Paulo touched on earlier that um, Arsenal at home are a completely different team and and have struggled away from home. Uh, but in saying that, they put in a great performance in the in the last last round in the quarterfinals against Napoli. So, look, I think this this first game will be massive. I think if Valencia can get an away goal, I think um, that would be massive for Valencia going back there. They're one of the underrated, under the radar informed teams in Europe, Paolo. Do you give them a, a shout here against Arsenal? I do, um, simply because uh, as much as Arsenal are strong at home, Valencia are, are even stronger. They they have a, a great support there. It's a, it's an intimidating uh, a stadium, um, and they have been playing uh, some good football. So uh, all to do for Arsenal, I think this uh, result at home will be uh, the key because uh, I don't want to harp on it too much, um, but, you know, six games, one away all, all season doesn't sort of is uh, and not the numbers that you want uh, going into a game uh, as important as this. The one thing on Arsenal's side is Unai Emery does not get knocked out of the Europa League. Um, how does he set up to make sure they get through? 
Yeah, I think he's just got to take the game to Valencia. Certainly been at home. We've just mentioned there before the the Arsenal away record. Uh, Valencia fifth in in La Liga. They've just hit a bit of form recently. They've had a, an indifferent season, um, but I still fancy Arsenal. I think they'll be too strong attacking wise for for Valencia. Valencia haven't got any superstars. They've got some decent players. Uh, Chirisev, uh, Russian, remember from the World Cup, but. As a, as a team, when you're looking on paper, man for man, you would you would fancy Arsenal. Do they throw out Lacazette and Aubameyang together in this one? You can you sort of he chops and changes based on the opposition. He's a very pragmatic manager, um, but they just seem to do so well when the two of them are paired together. Yeah, both of them have got goals and and goals they need. Um, they need to win this game. So um, I'd be surprised if if he if he doesn't. Uh have the two of them up front. Yeah, he'll play them both. I think he'll play them both, especially at home. I think they'll uh, they'll be going for it. You look at their form in the Premier League at the moment, um, and I think they might see this as a real opportunity to qualify for the Champions League. One hundred percent. And but Valencia, they'd fancy themselves against a defence that uh, you wouldn't bet your life on at the moment. That's for sure. Tips: Are we getting a a Baku London derby? I think so. I think Arsenal go through. Yeah, I'd like to see. Um, I, I'm a, a big fan of Unai Emery. He's, he's, I think he's done a great job and. Uh, uh, you know my uh, love affair with Maurizio Sarri, so uh, <laughs> Chelsea-Arsenal final. Yeah, I can see Arsenal in the final. I think Emery, obviously the Europa League specialist. Um, whether or not they play Chelsea in the final, I'm not too sure. Just for those, if, you, if you're not aware, he was obviously has got a superb record with Sevilla, which obviously landed him the Paris Saint-Germain job after that with the work he did there. Just to conclude, Pal, you did mention that. he, Given the cattle at his disposal, he does need transfer windows. He's inherited a pretty poor defence. Um, has he been the most impressive of the managers in that sort of fourth, fifth, sixth position this season? Look, I, you know, I've said it all along. You know, Sadi come in four weeks before the start of the season um, and only brought one play with him, Jorginho. Um, and Unai Emery hasn't uh, had that much money also uh, to spend. So I, I think uh, both managers, um, you know, that at certain times of the season, they'll be disappointed. But if you look at it uh, where, they, where they are and... Uh, uh, both teams, both managers are, are still trying to uh, um, uh, get a Champions League spot and they're both in the semi-final of uh, the Europa League. So, um, you know, compliments to both of them. It's all right if that's an ordinary season for you to get that result there. Gents, thanks very much for joining us. We cannot wait for this week. Just to remind you, Tottenham against Ajax on Wednesday, Barcelona-Liverpool on Thursday, and then the doubleheader, Eintracht Frankfurt versus Chelsea and Arsenal events against Valencia you cannot ask for what much more We've got a great cast on the couch and a great cast on the sideline in Europe as well we can't wait to bring that to you so gents thanks very much enjoy thanks, your football great. and to everyone else out there more than ever this week I say enjoy your football